Let's go. It's May 7th. It is. I'm Jordan. I'm E. And we're going to sit down, relax on this lovely afternoon, and chatter and chill. Yeah. About so. what's going on in the world this week. How's it going, E? It's going good. Well, you know, Brittany supposedly got stuff to say about those documentaries. I know. Lady Gaga was apparently supposed to be on Fortnite. That would have been interesting to possibly see. A principal literally paddled a kid at school. In the state of Florida, out of all states. And a teenager is being stopped from playing in the women's soccer league. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Let's chatter and chill. Let's do it. So, to continue with a story we've been talking about the last now two episodes here. It's been a recurring theme. <laughs> it's, yeah, because again, like, Brittany meant a lot to us in our childhood. She's this cultural icon, as she far is. as I'm concerned. But now, apparently, she has something to say about these documentaries coming out about her. Yeah, she's apparently upset about them. Oh. But this is according to an Instagram post that was on her official Instagram account. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was a video i think it was a video of her dancing if i remember seeing it correctly and she had a quote or a caption under it and it's quoted it says so many documentaries about me this year with other people's takes on my life what can i say i'm deeply flattered these documentaries are so hypocritical they criticize the media and then do the same thing p.s i don't actually talk to billy b at all so i'm honestly very confused unquote Billy B being Billy Bush, I think he used to work at Access Hollywood. He was in that Donald Trump tape, the, you know, grab him by the tape. Oh, yeah. He used to be in Access Hollywood, and I haven't seen Billy Bush in a very long time. (laughs) So I don't know where he's at. Wouldn't really know who he is. Um, He is actually a cousin of George W. Bush. Oh, good for him. I guess. I I learned that a long time ago. I don't know. But this was on Britney's, that, that was a caption on a post of Britney Spears dancing. And that's because the battle for Britney, which was the BBC documentary, yeah, 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 that aired a few days ago, and then of course that framing Britney Spears documentary aired back in February here in the mm-hmm. United States. So that's her supposedly responding to these documentaries. But there's been a lot of discussion about whether or not that's actually Britney Spears. Yeah, many people on the internet say if she really felt it the need to respond to this she could film a video of her saying it herself and post it on her instagram account i very yeah there's no need to do a dancing video and then caption it it makes it look inauthentic and it kind of feels like a social media manager is taking a video of her dancing and then just putting whatever they want as the caption basically yeah it does not feel like it's coming from britney herself no it really it honestly not to be a conspiracy theorist or anything but who knows? But I agree with those online commenters. If you would just think that if she wanted to say this, it would just be very simple to put a cell phone in front of your face, record yourself saying it, and post it on your official Instagram account with I don't even know how many million exactly. followers. Like that's I feel like how a lot of people would do it if they were in her shoes. But remember that Brittany will be speaking. Will be to speaking the court. next month. Yes, on June twenty third, and that will be the first time we hear her yep. speak. So then we'll yep. find out if this is really Brittany. Yeah, exactly. But to kind of steer away from someone who 
was a kind of pop icon in our childhood to someone we listened to as we got older a little bit here. Whether we liked the singer or not, in Lady Gaga and this whole supposed collaboration with Fortnite. Yeah, rumor has it she was supposed to appear on Fortnite while she promoted her last album, Chromatica. She tweeted, what's Fortnite, on October 15th, 2019. And then when you were able to get in the car in in the game, her number one hit, Rain On Me with Ariana Grande, was playing as one of the possible songs on the stations. So she was rumored to appear along with Ariana Grande and Jay Balvin, possibly as a virtual concert, but it was rumored to have been canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Which is kind of a bummer, because I would have enjoyed that. There was a concert, and I do not remember whose it was. I think it was Marshmallow. I mean, Marshmallow did a concert, and Travis Scott did a concert as well. I went to the Travis Scott concert on Fortnite. But there was one not too long ago, just this past winter, and it was for the conclusion of Rocket League, which is also made by Epic Games Mm -hmm. along with Fortnite. And they had this virtual concert. This is a new way for artists these days to promote their latest work and expose it to an audience that may not be i mean this is a new way completely on how to promote it is yeah it is back in the day you had radio and you had mtv Mm -hmm. and those were your primary sources of advertisement if not for billboards magazines and all of that and now with technology you see tiktok sounds happening you see fortnite virtual concerts Instagram lives, Twitter hashtag uh, listening parties. There's all different kinds. And even Twitch. I even see things going on with Twitch. There are all different kinds of things with technology now. Yeah. Like, it's just, they're coming out with, like, interesting, creative ways to get their music out there and get plays and listens and... Streams equal money. Well, they're supposed to. Depends on how much the streaming service is paying them. True. Very true. Is there an artist you'd like to see do a virtual concert for Fortnite? I don't know. I don't really have one. Have you ever been to a virtual concert on Fortnite? No. They're actually really fun. I enjoy my time at them. I don't know who I would want to see do a virtual concert. I've never really thought about it. I'm assuming some rapper would probably... I mean, you have to look at the audience of the Fortnite Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say, considering the audience here. Kind of speaking of, like, the audience here geared toward Fortnite, it's like a lot of teenagers, you would say so. Yeah, it's predominantly teen. You know, so there's a there's a teenager who is suing the National Women's Soccer League. Yes. Over not being able to play. Olivia Moultrie. Yes. She's 15, and she's suing the National Women's Soccer League on the grounds of antitrust because they won't let her play due to her young age. Yeah. So basically, they have a rule in the in the NWSL that you have to be at least eighteen in order to enter the league. But on contrary, with the men, at her age, she could enter the men's league. I believe the National Soccer League uh, signed a player who was thirteen years old to a pro contract. Yes, they did, and that's younger than her current age. Uh, actually, technically, he was fourteen at the time when they signed him. What was he? In Freddie Adu. He was signed to a pro contract in 2004 at 14. So that that is younger than she is Yes, that is younger than she is right now. And she is seeking monetary damages as well as an an injunction so she can sign a contract and play right away. Yep. 
And then also with her, she actually received a scholarship at 11 years old from University of North Carolina, which is like a dominant, you know, they have a pretty dominant soccer program. Well, she ended up turning that down here at, and then a couple years later when she was 13, she hired the sports media company Wazerman Media Group to represent her and signed a nine-year, six-figure endorsement with Nike. Make bank. Exactly. So she's she turned down the scholarship because she's looking for a professional career. Yeah, exactly. And she's kind of being denied a professional career right now is what uh, we're and seeing. She, and technically she does train with the professional team out in Oregon. Because she just relocated there, yep. I believe. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I I kind of get where they're coming from a little less sense with leak, but it's like the men are allowing teenagers like just. Well, and I believe that the women's soccer league said they will fight this. They will not. Yeah, change their they policy. plan on like keeping it as is. Like they are not turning down, and it should very much be something to kind of keep an eye out on. As, like, the time goes on. I can, I mean, they're two separate leagues, so they, I mean, I, again, I'm very ignorant when it comes to sports, but they would be under two different boards, and they run things differently, both, so they can have their own sets of rules. Yeah, basically. I do find it kind of strange that they, there's, like, an inconsistency between the two leagues, you would think that they would try to keep it pretty consistent. Yeah, that I think that's kind of like the biggest argument here is the inconsistency of like how the men will allow teenagers to join, whereas the women, you have to be an adult, basically, to join. And I suppose that there's no oversight board over both leagues, so really they are independent yeah. in what they do. Well, we'll have to continue to keep an eye on this story. I'm sure that there will be further developments as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Ever been to Florida? No, but I hear some crazy shit happens down there. Yeah, a six-year-old elementary school student was paddled by the principal. What are we doing? We're living in the 19th century or something? I, I don't know. The mom said she was told by the school that her kid would be paddled as punishment with a deputy present. But, but when there, she showed up, there was no deputy. Yeah. And this was all over her damaging a computer at the school, which cost, like, what, 50 bucks to do? Because, you know, paddling the kid's going to replace the screen. Uh-huh. That's, I mean, obviously. Obviously. Uh, well, the mom showed up. Yeah. And there was no deputy. And she filmed it secretly. She didn't step in because... Because she, she feared that she was going to get in trouble. So, yeah, so basically she had to sit there and uh, witness. Witness her kid getting smacked with a paddle by the principal. By the principal. Well, there are now investigations, several investigations over this. There's a criminal one with the local police department. The school district is doing an investigation. The Department of Children and Families in Florida is doing an investigation. And the county, which, by the way, does not allow corporal punishment in schools. And corporal punishment was administered here. Basically, yeah, basically. Um, you want to know my opinion? Yes, I'm very interested in this. Uh, teachers do not administer corporal punishment. Principals, administrators, nobody is. No. No. I'm not sending my kid to school for you to punish them with a paddle. 
Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's not your role. It, it isn't. Like, again, the mom came, paid the fine, you know, paid the, the fine here because the kid broke the thing. Which makes sense because money replaces a computer screen. Yeah, and it's like, okay. Not beating the shit out of a kid. No, not beating the shit. Like, in a sense, like, if, yeah, the kid damaged the thing. Like, if anything, the, the kid most would happen is, like, get suspended from school for a few days, potentially. I still don't understand how that would fix the computer screen issue, though. That, I mean, I guess that's my angle for the punishment is, like, okay, yeah, they broke um, a screen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the angle for the punishment is... Instead of paddling the kid, like don't do it again. Oh, okay, because suspend you know, she them regularly. and then either have the kid or have the kid's parent basically pay for the damages. Well, it's not like she regularly broke computer screens either. Yeah, so she's probably not going to do it again, whether you paddled her or not. Exactly. I know it's ridiculous. It is the most it ridiculous is. thing I've heard. I'm telling you, crazy fucking shit happens down in Florida. I haven't been down there in a while, so I I can't speak for that. But I don't know. I just I just hear stories that come out of I, Florida, and they're crazy. I do hear a lot of stories. It's music magnitude segment. Current favorite song? Well, it's not really a current. It kind of is. It's levitating the blessed Madonna remix by Dua Lipa, Madonna, and Missy Elliott. The original version and the remix with the baby is currently a chart hit. This remix is not a chart hit. It is radically different than the original version, but I like it for a couple of reasons. Madonna's a queen. Missy Elliott's a queen. Dua Lipa's pretty awesome. Put those three together with the Bless Madonna remix, and boom, there you go. However, I do think I would have liked it a little better if we put Madonna and Missy on the original version. Instead of... Making a whole new instrumental remix track with it. Instead of just slapping on another current renter rapper to get a chart hit. Mm-hmm. I listened to Dua Lipa's album, Future Nostalgia, and I enjoyed pretty much every track on it. I think it's great. It's nice to hear kind of a pop sound, as I mentioned in yeah. episodes before, that I'm kind of over the trap. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to hear some pop. Yeah. Yeah. What's your song? My song is Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Doing a throwback again. Of course, I always got to do with her back. Uh, celebrating a birthday on Monday. Came out in 2006. That makes it how old? Oh, boy. Math. Math used to be your best subject. <laughs> it used to be. Now it died. <laughs> with age. you know. <laughs> yeah, with age just disappears here. It'd be 15, wouldn't it, in 2006? Yep. 15. Is it? It cannot be 15. It's years. 15. Like, people who were born when that came out can almost drive. I have officially yeah. reached midlife crisis, and I'm not even <laughs> midlife yet. Yeah. Well, speaking of, you know, bad day celebrating soon to be its 15th birthday, um, Gigi Bryant, who sadly passed away a little over a year ago in the plane crash with her father, Kobe Bryant, and seven other people, she would have celebrated her 15th birthday back on May 1st. Oh, she was born in 2006. Yes. So her mom, Vanessa, decided... So she took to Instagram, and she basically posted a little little thing in memory of her daughter, uh, which is quoted by saying, Dear Gianna, happy... Happy 15th birthday. I love you. I miss you every day. I wish you were here with us. 
There are no words to express how much I miss you. I love you, Mama Sita. Well, then, in turn, after that, basically, she teamed up with Dana Joe, which is a female-owned clothing business, to design a kind of, like, tie-dye sweatsuit honoring Gianna with 100% of the proceeds going to the Mamba and Mamba Sita Sports Foundation, which is in honor of, of course, Kobe and Gigi, which is to kind of help underprivileged and young female young females in sports. If I'm not mistaken, I think Kobe Bryant was coaching or overseeing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and that's kind of what happened with the whole plane accident was Kobe, Gigi, a few of her teammates, and a couple of her teammates, and obviously family members, they were all traveling to a basketball tournament that particular day when the plane crash happened. Because Kobe was the coach for Gigi's team. I know, like, obviously the LA Lakers, Kobe played for, they posted on Instagram themselves talking about the clothing line. A lot of current NBA players were actually out rocking it that particular day. Awesome. So, even though Kobe's no longer with us, he is still very much represented in the NBA and just loves my players and... One of the best. Yeah. Just kind of like a little, you know, feel-good moment. But speaking of feel-good stories, uh, Amy Bacher set. Set to become the first player with Down syndrome to compete in a National Collegiate Athletic Championship. Yeah, so the 22-year-old golfer will play with her Paradise Valley Community College teammates at the NJCAA National Championships May 10th through the 13th at Plantin Bay Golf and Country Club in Armand Beach, Florida. Being a sports fanatic, can you tell us what the NJCAA is? The National Junior College Athletic Association. Oh. So it's basically like, you know, for the college you went to, the college I went to, that's kind of what they're under. It's a community college network. Yes. Basically, it's like... The NCAA, but for community colleges. Okay, I'm familiar then. I've heard that around here. Yes. Uh, she's a golfer, correct? Yes. So like you said, you know, she's going to be the first person with Down syndrome, you know, to play in the championship. She was also the first person with Down syndrome to earn a college athletic scholarship. And basically, she became a viral sensation when she played the 16th hole at TPC Scottsdale with PGA Tour golf player. Gary Woodland before the 2019 Waste Management Phoenix Open. That sounds like a promising future for her. Yes. Breaking glass ceilings and everything. Mm -hmm. And her family created the I Got This Foundation in 2019 to provide golf instruction and playing opportunities for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. That's nice to see. So yeah, the foundation's partnered with Special Skills Sports Camps to hold the Special Skills Golf Invitational on June 1st at Wedgwood Golf and Country Club in Powell, Ohio. The event will teach athletes with intellectual and developmental disabilities the basis of golf from driving to chipping and putting. That's awesome. So, you know, like I said, it's a little feel-good story here. Needed it for a feel-good Friday. Yeah. Might be a new segment we try to do a fe- I like that. Feel-good Friday. You know, try and find like a little feel-good story. To share with everyone. There's a lot of negativity in the world. Sometimes exactly. it's nice to There's have one. There's a lot one. of negativity in the world, and we're trying to, like, 
you know, there's got there's an uplifting some, story bring somewhere. Bring some positivity into the world here. We need it. We do. Well, we hope you enjoy your feel good Friday. Yes. Uh, we'll be back next week. We will. With uh, probably more, plenty to talk about. More stories, more music, and uh, more feel good. More feel good Friday. Well, thank you for chattering and chilling. I'm Jordan. I'm me. And have a fantastic week. And we will see you guys next time.